Welcome everyone to the Oave Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Tet in Shekalim. We will begin from Daf Chet Amurbet, from the words of Abhu Ati Litveria. Uh, these words are. And Shekalim is in the back. Shekalim is back. Towards the bottom of the page. Eight lines from the bottom of Dav Chet Bet. Says the Gemara. Rabbi Abu Ati Latveria. Rabbi Abu showed up in Tveria. Chamune Talmudi do Rabbi Yochanan Apoh Nerin. The students of Yochanan noticed that his face was shining. Amrin and Talmud Rabbi Yochanan. So the students told Rabbi Yochanan, Ashkach Rabbi Abu Sima. It looks like Rabbi Abu found the treasure. Ata Legabe. So Rabbi Yochanan came to see him. His student told him, Rabbi Abu found the treasure. I'm like, what new Torah thought have you found? I'm Tosefta Atika. I found an old Tosefta. An old, uh, like a Brighta. He never knew about it. Okay. And they said about Rabbi Abhu that the wisdom of a person will uh, illuminate his face, which is what we saw before this. Person gets, when a person uh, finds wisdom, you can notice it on his face. The lug that was mentioned in the Torah, when the Torah says the Korban, they say the Shi'ur of wine you have to bring is a certain... Rivita lug or chatzilug or a lug, the, the the size of a lug that's in the Torah, atika de mursa de tzviri, it's the 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 way that it's the same. It's it's um, thank you. It's um, synonymous with the the morsena that they have in in Tzipori. in the city of Tzipori, they have a measure that they measure the fish juice with it, and that's the same amount as the lug in the Torah. Amar Abiona, v'chakim nale. I saw it. The bet Rabbi Yanai have a mechalim bedvash. The people in Rabbi Yanai's house used to use it to measure honey. Tani, chazi shmanit tevanit, half of a shmanit of tveria, hayeshena. That's what it is. If you take go to tveria and you see how they're measuring. In Tveria, with a, 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 a measure that's called a Shminit, half of that is a Revit. Okay. Well, top of Teta Muralf. This half of a Shminit is ours, which means it's equal to a half of a Shminit that we use nowadays too. Don't think it's only in Tveria. The one that we have now is also the same one. So then why do they call it the old one? Why are they calling it the old one if it's really used now? I mean, begin to have a biome if it was used also in those days. Some say that it was smaller and then they made it bigger. And some say that it was smaller, but they didn't. They, they made it smaller, but they didn't make it smaller the way it was. Either way, it's a little bit different. They're still using the same measurement, but. 
it's not exactly the same as it was, and therefore we're calling it the old one, not the new one, so you know which one it is. Kamash Yerushal Kos. Now the Gemara wants to know. When you have a cup, the halacha is if you make Kiddush, or you make any type of four cups, you have to have a cup. It's not how you drink it, you have to have a cup. And that cup is only called a cup if it holds a minimum amount. So we're asking now, what size does the cup have to hold in order to be called a cup? If your person, let's say, takes a, a Poland Spring bottle cover and he drinks it 15 times and he drinks even a whole bottle of wine, it doesn't count for four cups or for Kiddush or for any of these things. You want your say. Why not? You need a cup. What, how much how liquid does the cup have to hold to be a cup? Rabbi Yossi B'Shim Rabbi Yossi B'Pazi Rabbi Yossi B'Bibi B'Shim Rabbi Shmuel says Etzbaim al Etzbaim al Rum Etzba Umechza Ushlish Etzba The way to measure it is two fingers width by two fingers length and a height not of two fingers but one and three quarters of a finger. Okay? Tani we learnt Yavesh, if you have wine that solidified, so you have wine, was a liquid, and it became dry. How much of the dried wine do you have to carry on Shabbat to be Chayav Korban? Carrying on Shabbat is a sur. Can't carry, that's no you can't carry, right? How much of each item depends on what's called the significant amount of that item. And many items differ in this shiur of how much you have to carry out. Okay, so we're asking now, on, on a dried wine, how much you have to carry out to be chayaf. So we're saying kazayit, it has to be a kazayit, the size of an olive. Rabbanan de Kesari, the rabbis of Caesarea, Rabbiosi Barbibi, B'Shem Shmuel, they said this thing of Ramnatan, Shimon, follows Rabbi Shimon. Who had said before, Rabbi Shimon, there was a machloket, how much regular wine do you have to carry out? Rabbi Shimon said it was a Nevi'it. Okay? Kemad Rabbi Shimon Amar, Benevi'it, Kena Ramnatan Benevi'it, Lekashikrash Vyabakazait. He's saying that if you have a Revi'it of wine, Ravid is a quarter of a lug. If you have a quarter of a lug of wine and it dries, you'll end up with a kazayat of dried wine. And therefore, the two shiurim are synonymous. When we told you it's a kazayat of dried wine, he's going like Ravid Shimon, who said it is the eat of uh, moist wine. Good. Ravid Shimon, B'Shem Ravid Shuban Levi, said in Maaseh, B'Peridat Ravid Shemeta V'Tiaru Etama Mishum Nebela. One time, there was a, a, the mule of Rabbi, Shimon, Rabbi died, and the blood was coming out of the dead mule, and they said that someone who touches the blood of the dead mule was Tahor. Now, in the olden days, there was Tuma and Tahara that they had to worry about, and they were being careful with Taharot. And normally, if you touch a nevela, you become tameh. But they touched the blood of this dead mule, and they said, you're tahor. How much blood could be there, and you'll still be tahor? 
ולא אשכח בהן, אין פי אתן שלמי, אין אנסר. הוא שאל רבי שור בן לוי, so he asked רבי שור בן לוי himself. רבי סימון had quoted רבי שור בן לוי, right? And when he asked Rabbi Simon, he didn't tell him how much. So he went straight to the source. He asked Rabbi Shubh and Levi. And he told him, Ad Revi'it Tahor. Up to or Revi'it is Tahor. You tell Revi'it Tameh, but if it's more than Revi'it, you'll be Tameh. Ubash Rabbi Elazar Adalo Achzar Le Rabbi Simon Shemuta. So Rabbi Elazar was upset at Rabbi Simon that he didn't answer him. Rabibi was going over the story. said, How much is Tahor? And he, he didn't want to answer him. Because I'm asking you a question, you're not answering me? No. He says, the reason why I didn't answer you is because I, my, my mind wasn't settled at the time. Because Rebchanan says, The Pasuk says that in the curses in Devanim, the Pasuk says that your lives will be hanging in front of you. What does that mean with your lives will be hanging for him? This is a guy who buys wheat for the year. This is a guy who who buys from uh, 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 um buys wheat from a guy who sells small amounts. He says, you won't believe in your life. The worst part of the curse is a guy who could only buy daily bread. He only has money to buy bread every day. And he buys it from the bakery straight. Me, I have to buy it from the bakery straight. And therefore, he doesn't have money. And therefore, since his mind is not clear, that's why he couldn't answer the question. Mao Kidon. What's the what's the halacha nowadays? He eat of Yeshua ben Petora, al dam nevelas shu tahor. It sounds like dam nevelas is completely tahor. Mao tahor, tahor melachshir, avol tamaot mitame. Okay, so let me explain what that means. When we say, in general, things, let's say you have a pineapple, okay? The pineapple, when it first grows, cannot become tameh, unless it becomes um, eligible to become tameh. How does it become eligible to become tameh? If you wash it with one of the seven liquids, okay? Yad, Shachat, Dam are the... Acronym to remember the seven liquids: uh, wine, oil, um, uh, tal, dew. There's, there's seven liquids: yad, shachat, dam. And those, if those seven liquids go, are placed over, to rinse, rinse over the fruit 
the point of Bano can get Tamea fired. So when we said that Dam Nevila is Tahor, Tahor means that it doesn't make the pineapple eligible for, to, to get Tamea fired. But in itself could Tamea fire it, a pineapple that already got that already got eligible. Did you get that? The, no, the blood from 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 a, from a dead tame animal, okay. So, just make sure this is clear. Okay, now it's funny because one of the seven liquids is blood. Yad Shachadam Dal Dam. So why is this pineapple that you put the blood of an of a of a donkey on of a nivela, why is it not uh, eligible to accept Tumah? So we're answering that only the blood of Shechita is the blood that makes it eligible. But the blood of a nivela, of course, can make it tamerified if it got if if it got wet. With water or wet with honey or wet with one of the seven liquids, then afterwards touch the bottom of the If it's enough, it could make a tamer. That's what we're saying now. Okay. Taman taninan. We learned over there. Dama shiritz. The blood of a of an insect or of a small animal kivsado is like touching its body. Metamer ve'enu machshir. Number one, it could tamerify something, but it can't make it eligible for tuma. Ve'en lo kayot v'zeh. There's no other dam that's like that. So now we have a we have a question because it sounds like the only type of blood in the world that could tamerify something, but not, but not make it eligible is the tamer of a sheritz. And we just said that the blood of a donkey is also like that. So make up your mind. Kamara says. So it sounds like our. Our Tumah is completely Tahor. When we say it's Tahor, it's completely Tahor. Kishi'ur Tumato. Avodamo metameh kibsado. Okay. Okay, the answer is, when we said that, that when really both of them are, could Tamehify something, and could not make it eligible. Both the donkey one and the sheritz, and the, the, the weasel one also. When we, so, so if so, so why did it say by the sheritz that it's unique? What's unique about it? So I was answering, what's unique about it is the amount of blood that can make you tamerified. They both make you tamerified and not eligible. But when it comes to uh, a nivela, so then the size is bigger. Right, it needed a eat of dam, three ounces. And when it comes to a sheretz, even the amount of blood that's only the size of a lentil is already made clear. That's The unique part was only the size. It wasn't in what it does. They both do the same thing. Aval, aval metamekim said, oh, but it's both the same things. Okay. Amar Abiyosi, pligi batrin amaroi. There was a machluk between two amoraim. Chad amar tameh, vechad amar tahor. One says that 
the blood of a nevelah becomes tameh if you have it to eat. The other one says, no, it's completely tahor. It never tamehifies anything. And they're explaining that when the rabbi said it's tahor, it meant it's completely tahor. Not, not eligible if it doesn't eligible if it, and doesn't make it tameh either. So there's a machlok. One rabbi is saying, like we said before, that it makes it, it makes it tameh, but it doesn't make it eligible. And this rabbi is saying completely tahor. Okay, there's a machlok. Eligible, I told you that when you have a pineapple and you put blood on it, it could make it eligible to get tamer. Oh, eligible to get like, for example, let's say you have blood. Uh, I, 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 when you wash, you know, you know how when you wash a fruit, they tell you you have to wash your hands before you do it? That's because the fruit becomes eligible for tumah when it's wet. Okay? Um, wet fruit is like that. So, the, the wet fruit becomes eligible fried to get tamer fried. Okay? And what does it have to get with? One of the seven liquids. Okay? So, everyone's agreeing that this blood of a, of a, that's only blood of shechita. But if it's blood of one of these chamor or the shelet, it won't eligible for it. But with the machlok, whether it could, could tamer for it, besides eligible for it. Okay? Ma'da amat tamer, kirbi yudah, ma'da amat tahor, kirbi shur ben patar. Okay. It's true that it makes it completely tameh. Because Behuda was the rabbi of the Nasi's house, or Rebbe's house. And we learned before that when the, when the, when the mule died, they said it's Tahor. And I'm sure Levi understood that the case was that it was less than a eat, And therefore, that sounds like Rabbi Yudah understands that it does make you tamer. Okay. Now, we're going back on the Mishnah. The Mishnah had said before that when they take this Shekalim out of the Beit, of the Beit HaMikdash, called Tenumat Halashka, they, they, they have, they have a, a place in the Beit HaMikdash where all the Shekalim are, and they send the Kohen with three buckets to fill up Aleph, Bet, and Gimel, and they fill up the buckets from the, the Shkalim, they use that to buy the Korbanot. Now the guy who goes in has to have a special um, clothes that don't have any pockets, and don't have any hems, because we're afraid that people are going to say, if the guy gets rich after he left, they'll say, oh, he got rich, or we know how he got rich. Or if he gets poor, they'll say, oh, we know he got poor, because Hashem is punishing him for taking all the, all, all the Shkalim. So therefore we make sure the guy's got to look clean to everybody. Okay? That's the Gemara we're up to now. So says the Gemara, we're afraid that maybe he'll get poor and they'll say, oh, he got poor because they punished him. Tanah de Be'er Ishmael. Kuvutz, lo yitrom, If a guy's got long hair, he shouldn't be the guy to go get it because people worry that maybe he hid it in his hair. Okay. Tani, we went to the Brayta. Hagizbrin hayum efasfusim bekiliyon. They would the, the the people in charge of the money of the Beit Hamikdash would separate the the strings of wool on their woolen garments to show that nothing's hidden there. Tani, we learned in the Brayta. Midabrin hayu imor meshashu nechnas ad shachu yitzeh. They used to talk to him the whole time while he's going in and out to show that he didn't hide any money in his mouth. 
Ask the Gemara, why doesn't he fill his mouth with water? This way he can't hide anything in it. Because then you have to make a beracha. Because the guy has to make a special beracha when he makes the tirumah. When you, so you can't make a beracha with water in your mouth. But if you're talking, you could. Okay? We didn't, till now, we didn't know there was a beracha they have to make when you, when you take the, the, the coins out of the Beit HaMikdash. But now we're telling you there is a beracha, and therefore, filling your, your mouth with water is not a good option. We see both in Torah, in Nevi'im, and the Kedim, that a person has to be clean, not just from God, but also from people. People have to think he's doing the right thing. It's not enough that God knows he's doing the right thing. Even the people have to, so that's what we're showing over here. How do you see? Because it says, which pasuk is the clearest of all? The best one, the pasuk that says you should be clean from God and, and, and from the Jews. That's the that's the one that's the most clear that you have to person has to be careful that even though he's not doing anything wrong, everybody knows he's not doing everything wrong also. Okay, we'll do a little more, and then maybe we should just stop over here. Do the Mishnah, okay? Says the Mishnah. When Rabban Gamaliel's people would come into the Lishka, they would have their shikalim in between their fingers and they would throw it in front of the guy who who's uh, taking out the shikalim and I guess because they're privileged characters they would come in, throw, the, throw in their coin and after they put their coin in the guy who's taking the would make sure it ends up in the kupa. This way, their coin got included in the coins that are buying the buying the korban. Everyone has to give a machzita shekel, so they're throwing their machzita shekel, but they want to make sure that their machzita shekel gets used to buy the korban. So they they would come in later and they would throw it towards the the torem, and he would he would push it into the bucket. Now, Now the rule is the guy who comes in cannot give his coin until he asks the guy in charge, should I throw it? Should I give it? And they say, trom, trom, trom. They say three times, give it, give it, give it. Who told him? I'm sorry, not give it. Torem is the guy who, the guy who, sorry, I said this wrong. The guy who takes the stuff out of the Beit HaMikdash, the guy who takes the three things, cannot take pick up the buckets until he asks, should I do it? And they answer three times, do it. Okay? Torem betelishona, And he covers the rest of it. He takes the first one, and he covers the rest of it with um, with leathers, with with a leather covering. The second time he takes it in Shavuot, he does the same thing. He covers it with leather. Shlishit, but the third time when he takes when he goes in the third time on Sukkot to take out his buckets. He would not cover it. 
Why would he cover it? Because we're worried that maybe he'll forget and he'll take some from the leftover that he already took some from. Hold on. Because some people will bring new shikalim afterwards. People who didn't get there in time, you want to use, you want to make sure. The reason is because they want to make sure that the next time when the guy goes in on Shavuot, the guy fills up the buckets from the new monies. Not from the, in other words, once you fill up the buckets with the money, the rest of the, the coins that are there are not going to be used. Okay? So the next time you come on Shavuot, you fill up from the new monies that came in and not from the old money. Okay. Tanir Ishmael, Kavots. Now we're going to do this, I'm sorry. Okay. The first time he picks it from the Eretz Yisrael people, because those are the guys who bring their, their, their stuff in first, because they're closer to the Beit Hamikdash. The second time you do it from Shavuot, it's from the people who are in the cities around Israel. I guess uh, Sham, Halab, that are close. And the third one is for Bavel, Ulashem Madai, Ulashem from the far countries. Okay. I think we're going to stop right here so I can go pray. Mechila. So we said that the people from Rabban Gamliel's house used to try to get their coins into the into the, into the the thing. Now we ask the question, what's the point of that? If I have two piles of fruit, right, and I take Tinuma from one pile, doesn't it work for the other pile? So if so, why do these Rabban Gamliel people want to get their coin into the tinuma, what do they care? Either way, it's gonna be—it's gonna come from them. Tani, shamate to cut the blot. Oh, so hanachet ruch lehem sheikorban mitkalev el mishalehem techila. They want that the, the korban gets offered with their money. They just feel good about it. You're right. They would be yotzer no matter what. Either way, they just want to feel good about the fact that the, the thing is with their money. Tani, we learned in the Brayta. Shamat the kaplaot, which means if somebody moved the leathers, nasu kulam shiraim, that all everything becomes shiraim left over, and then you do not separate from them. Because the rule is if you have leftovers, it becomes the, the leftover. It becomes leftovers, you won't use it. Tani. We learned in the Brayta, Shlishit, the third time on Sukkot, he ate Ashidashi Bikulam, Sheyuba, Etzot Shazahuv, Vidarkarot Shazahav. The last time they went in, because we said there's three times they go in to, to collect the Tirumat Alishka, and the last time was right before Sukkot. That was the richest of all of them. Why? Because then they have Astayot <coughs> Shazahuv. Not just a hoof. They would have certain types of golden coins there also. 
Now, the reason why is because the people who, do, who donate money from far away have, because they're carrying the, 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 the donation so far, and they're very heavy, so they're allowed to switch it to gold coins. So when you go and collect from those gold coins, you're going to get much, much more than if you just collect from the silver. That's why the, the, the one from the Sukkot used to get, was worth more money. Tani. The first one, when they went in on Pesach, was for the people in Israel and for all the Jews. The second one, on Shavuot, like we said last time. Tani. We learned in a brighter. Natal minarishona, Afa pishi espirishona. Natal minarishona, Okay, a person he would take the money to buy a korban from the first one, even though there's still money in the first one, you could take from the second one, and even until the second one, you if you took from the second one, even though there's money in the second one, you could take from the third one. Shalmahashtashit. If you finish the third one, then you go back to the second one. Shalmashniya, I finish the second one, then you go back to the to the first one. they all finished, if you finished all the money, you can go back and take from the new ones in the Beit Mikdash. Okay? So in other words, if you if you ran out of money, then you can go back to the first one. So this is this is describing how they used to buy the korbanot. They would take from the first, second, third, and then they go backwards that way. Okay, Ramir would say, "Chosel l'shiraim." Talakama says, Talakama was saying that you, when you go back to get, if you ran out and you go back to get more, you take it from the new shikalim that just came from far away, and Ramir is saying you go back to the old ones to get from them. He says, a guy who takes, Remeir says, a guy who takes one of the coins of the Bet Mikdash, if it's a leftover coin, he disagrees. He says a guy who takes a leftover coin is Nimi'ilah. He stole from the Beit Hamikdash. Needs to bring a korban. Why does he say that? Because since he says, since if you run, they run out of money, they'll come back and take from the leftover ones. So therefore, if you steal from the leftover ones, you stole from a Beit Hamikdash coin, and you have a problem. So as you see, Ramir says that when you go, when you run out, you could go back and take a leftover coin, as opposed to taking one of the new coins. When a person has zirizut, he's quick. It brings you to be clean of sin. Okay, this is a famous statement. Okay, when you're quick, it brings you to be clean of sin. Nikiyut, clean of sin, brings you to be pure. Purity brings you to holiness. Holiness brings you to humility. Humility brings you to be fear of, fearful of skin. Sin, um, being scared of skin brings you to be pious. Chasidut ruach Piousness brings you to, be, to to have ruach hakodesh. Ruach hakodesh mivial de tachiat amitim. If ruach hakodesh can bring you to be able to do tachiat amitim, chelim mivial de Eliyahu zachul atov can bring Mashiach zachul atov. Now, how do we know these things? 
Sinizut says you finish from doing the kapara. So you see that vechila when you finish quickly at sinizut brings you kapara. Nikiyut because it says when, when you have the kapara, then it brings you to tara. Tara mivial de kedusha dechtiv tara mekidasho. It says you'll be pure, and then you'll be holified. Kedusha mivial de anava. Kedusha brings to anava dechtiv kikor malashim lam minisa shochen ad bekedosh mo malom bekedosh eshkan veetake veshal ruach. It says right after it says malom bekedosh eshkan. When I'm gonna be holy, then it goes right away right away to anava dakev veshal ruach is a guy who's who is uh, humble. After come after humility comes fearing Hashem. Says the chesed of Hashem is on those who fear Him. Brings yirat chet. Sorry, chasidut v'chesed Hashem. A little backwards over here. Okay, chasidut neviyal deruach hakodesh dechtiv as dibad mechazon lachasidecha. Chazidut brings to Ruach HaKodesh because it says, then you spoke in a, in a dream, which is, speaking in a dream, is, uh, in a vision, is Nevoah, Lechasidecha, only to those who are Chazidim. So you see, Chazidut brings to Ruach HaKodesh, I will put my spirit in you, that's Ruach HaKodesh, and then you'll live, that's Chazidim. says, that's the Pasuk in Malachi we had in the Haftalah of Shabbat HaGadol. Tana b'shem Rebir, kol mi shekavua be'eretz Yisrael, anyone who's in Eretz Yisrael, mudved l'shon ha'kodesh and speaks l'shon ha'kodesh, uchel perutav b'ta'orah and eats the fruit of Eretz Yisrael b'ta'orah, korek kirat shema boka ba'erev, yem vusad shu ben avavah, he could be Sure, he's getting to Allah Baruch Hu. Amen.